right. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of the OTT Podcast. My name is Tyler Thompson. I'm the editor-in-chief of Kentucky Sports Radio. And tonight, I'm joined by Fake Varney as we continue our Friday Night Lights rewatch. Varney, we are now in season five. We're almost done. Are you a little bit sad? It's getting good. This was my favorite season. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Um, You know, I haven't – so if you're just now picking up with us, I have seen Friday Night Lights, the series, a couple times. Like, I've rewatched seasons off and on. Um, but, and Barney has never seen it. So this is, was his first time through and it's been fun to kind of remember the seasons that I liked and the seasons that I didn't and season five. And I think the end of season four were really, really good. Uh, well, I can't go with you at the end of season four just cause the finale, I couldn't, it felt like it was like a random episode. Like it, uh, none of these have felt like a finale so far. So when we get to the end of the show, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that that it ended the, you know, in a good way. Um, but you know, I feel like every, the end of every other season, it's just been kind of like, what? Like that wasn't, it doesn't, wasn't like a, a good closure, you know, episode for me. Yeah. So start of season five, we, every, I mean, they basically, if season four was the transition to East Dillon season five, Everybody's we're, in East Dillon. We're all in. We're all in East Dillon. Yeah. Yeah. We are all East Dillon Lions. Are, is your right. hair okay? You're messing with your hair. It's going. It's, I don't know. It's like itching me or something. <laughs> okay. Do you need to put on your hat? <laughs> Next episode. Next episode. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So season five, Tammy is now a guidance counselor at East Dillon, um, which is a. Demotion. Yeah, kind of a definitely a demotion. Um, it's funny to see her kind of try and coexist with her new coworkers and also deal with the new challenges that come with being at East Dillon, which is a very different school from Dillon. <laughs> we'll get into that a little a little bit more in a bit. Um, first, as we kind of do with the uh, the first half of every season, I thought we could talk about some of the new characters because we've got two or three that are worth talking about at least. Yep. All right. So I'm going to share and my some old and some old favorites that are still sticking around. Yeah. So basically, if you think about the original kids from season one, Julie's really the only one left. I mean, you get a little bit of Landry. We'll talk about that in a minute. But there are some new faces. Yeah. No. No. Sarazen. No. No. Uh, J Street. No Smash. But you know who we do have? We have is that Hastings. is that Edward Cullen? <laughs> it looks like him, doesn't it? Hastings Ruckle. What a name! So we're introduced yeah. to this guy. <laughs> I think I texted you when that and, and asked you if he went to Carolina. Um, right <laughs> when I heard first heard his name, it does because sound like. Has a there guy. ever been a more um, gossip girl slash UNC frat guy named than Hastings Ruckle. No, there hasn't, which makes him, he's such an odd character. Like I get that they, they had to introduce some new people, right? It can't just be Vince and Luke and Tinker and, you know, Becky and whomever. (laughs) This guy seemed really. He reminds me, he reminds me of this meme I saw today. It says, I don't know if you can read this. Is that a, what is that? It says, girls, Tyler is so hot. And then here's Tyler. Oh, with the hair. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, look at that. Doesn't yeah. that seem like some of them are like, oh, that guy is so hot. And then he ends up looking like that. <laughs> That's something. Let me tell you. It's a funny, it's a funny meme. Is that what the kids are looking at these days on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I follow this. It's a really funny, you know, you hate, but it's a really funny uh, Instagram follower. It's Grape Juice Boys. Oh my gosh, that sounds made up. I, I'll sit, these are, these are funny. Um, I'll show you, a, I'll show you another funny one. So Hastings has crazy hair, like the, the rooster in there. Oh, it's Tiger King. I tell you. <laughs> Sorry to our portion of listeners who, you know, probably don't like that. But well, that's okay. it, you have to be. That's a, that was that one was special for um, our YouTube viewer. Hello, YouTube viewers. That was <laughs> that was special for our YouTube viewers. Which reminds me, once again, you've forgotten to tell everyone where to find. Oh, I know. Thing. I got distracted. So if you're just listening to this and you're subscribed to our podcast feed, first of all, thank you. We really appreciate that. But if you would like visuals, we also have the show on YouTube because we're recording it on Zoom. So go to the KSR YouTube channel. I think it's called KSR Digital. Um, you can see all of our videos. We have a whole playlist so you can see our crazy visuals and whatever Barney puts his phone up to the screen and tries to show things off. <laughs> that that's just sounded really bad. Um, <laughs> just <heard that. laughs> <laughs> and and shout out to our like five russian bots that are yeah so yeah that, who i'm sure love to show things off too if you want to click <laughs> on uh on any of the ones oh, i was kind of sad that they so, decide to post yeah so the last uh the last youtube episode we did the last episode and overall that we did i put it up on youtube and immediately like within two hours we had the the, the russian bots were all over it and so I didn't, you know, I went about with my life or whatever. <laughs> checked, checked on it the other day, and they were all gone. So YouTube just <laughs> get away with them. <laughs> our, our only comments, you know, <laughs> thanks a lot. That and Tyler Henderson, who would like to say that he is not a Russian bot. So Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And thank you to, to, to Tyler yeah. um, for, for, uh, for chiming in from time to time um, yeah. in English. <laughs> it's nice <laughs> we, we, we like that yeah we we need um we need the uh what to repeal was the thing that trump was yelling about today uh 230 so, or something yeah repeal 230 or something so that uh, we can get our bots back and get our <laughs> get, our, get our followers back okay back to hastings ruckle mm. um he is he plays for the basketball team. it's driving me nuts like right in between his eyes like right there it was like right a little there. okay it was like one of tyra's moles <laughs> so he plays basketball for east dillon and buddy bean buddy comes up with this scheme to steal him from the basketball team um <laughs> let's just pretend this is kentucky and Mark Stoops wanted to poach one of our best players. And he used to poach something. Yeah. Poach somebody on defense. I know. It's bad. But would you be cool if, like, I don't know. Willie Cauley-Stein, perhaps? That he did play wide receiver. You know, if, I hear he did. If Stoops came and said, you know what, we're taking Willie, and then Coach Cal is standing there in the parking lot, like the basketball coach was saying, you can't do that. That's not cool. And it just yeah. 
well, you know, whatever. Too bad, so sad. I think as long as he gets like a vacation and Coach Cal gets a Cadillac or whatever the deal was, usually uh, <laughs> a watch and a Cadillac, and it'll be fine. I don't know. Hey, whatever helps the Cates out the most, you know, football, basketball, I'll be fine with it. What about you? I mean, yeah, I I think it's fine. I don't know how East Dillon's basketball team is. I can't imagine it's that great. Um, it's a shame putting a helmet on a face like that. Though. Oh, I mean, that's and a, his hair? That's a, that's a face for basketball. Um, yeah. You know, that doesn't need to be hidden behind, you know, some Rydell bars. That's true. That's true. So Hastings kind of is like the carefree, very laid back. I don't want to say hippy dippy, but like he's he's the hot guy who's very chill. Like, I, what I is that on his shoulders? Huh? Oh, what are those things on his shoulders? They're like fake epaulets. <laughs> like a like he's like a captain or something. I don't know. It's probably what. What's your favorite brand, chaps? Chaps yeah. yeah, I don't think Chaps, Chaps never put anything fancy like that on my on my shirt shoulders. Well, you're not Hastings Ruckle, so maybe <laughs> you didn't deserve it. That's what I've been doing wrong all these years. All right, so what were your first impressions of Hastings other than he has a stupid name and he played basketball? I didn't care, and I wanted him to go away. Okay, fair enough. All right. Let's get back to Julie. Buddy Jr. Bud Light. Can we call him Bud Light? Yeah, we can call him Bug Light. So, Buddy Jr. is reintroduced in Season 5. The last we saw Buddy Jr. uh, was probably, I think, early Season 4, maybe Season 3. can't remember the timeline where Buddy and his wife had gotten divorced and she was dating, like, the health food guy. And he, the, the two younger kids went to live with them in California. And Lila stayed with her dad. And the two younger siblings came and visited and Buddy was like, oh, let's go for a camping trip because, you know, they're all outdoorsy or whatever. And basically the two younger siblings, Buddy Jr. and what's the other daughter's name? I don't know. Yeah, whoever. Um, They're just brats the whole time. Yeah, they just wanted to go and and be hippies with, uh, with their stepdad. So, Has there ever been a better casting decision than this? I mean, this kid he does look like a what, what Can you think of any other show or movie where the like supposed mom or dad looks like the kid more than this kid? It's pretty impressive. I mean, also, and also, I mean, clearly it's a different actor than the one that was the little boy. So oh, yeah, they little... aged him up. They did the whole, like, soap opera, we're going to age you. So Well, I was just going to say, does it remind you of any of our favorite shows? Maybe a little Shailene Woodley, uh, Caitlin Cooper action, you know, yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, are how many I minutes mean... in before the first OC reference? We are. Oh, I, I started my thing almost on time. Let's see. We're seven minutes in, although I think I started three minutes late. So there if you have that on your OTT bingo card, you know. Yeah, good job. There it is. Um, Buddy has gone by the wayside, Buddy Jr. And his mom is sick to death of him because he smokes pot and he causes trouble. So he comes to live with his dad in Texas. And oh boy, that does not go well at the beginning. And basically, this is a way to give Buddy a plot, right? 
Yeah, I think so. But I mean, it's still fun. I mean, I, uh, if Buddy doesn't have kid drama, I mean, it's like the writers are like, hmm, what kind of drama can we give Buddy? Okay, we had him hook up with a secretary in his car dealership. Um, let's just give him more kid drama. Yeah, and so Buddy had like kind of, you know, settled into his new life. He opened a, a restaurant, which is perfect for him. Aptly named and, Buddies. Yeah, aptly named Buddies. And every, you know, the football team goes there after the game every Friday night and celebrates and puts the, the ball on the shelf, the trophy case or whatever. And it's a, it's a grand old time. So, but Buddy is... is does, does that happen at KS Bar with like the Tate's Creek Middle School or something or... Anybody Ryan Lemon knows, basically. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah, so, I mean, Buddy Jr. comes in. He's a brat. He, like, steals his, dad car, his dad's car and is just wreaking havoc. He breaks into the bar and gets drunk and passes out on the floor and makes it look like somebody broke in. He's clearly on the wrong path, right? So what does Buddy decide to do? Get Let's him get into him playing football. football. Let's exactly. get him into some some organized sport. Basically, it's like boot camp in Dylan. Yeah, this and would be it, like the Maury episode where they send him to boot camp, but instead of doing that, they send him to uh, they're sending him to Coach Taylor. Send him to Coach, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Coach T. So He's like the drill sergeant who stands over and is just on the. You remember those episodes? Of, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. When, when when you were a kid, where did you have the? Who was your cool friend? where you could watch Jerry Springer and stuff. Cause you, cause I, I'm, I'm positive. You weren't allowed to watch it at your house either. Oh, uh, well, I was, I was the youngest. And, what? Oh yeah. My parents, they, they didn't care. Like, they let you watch that. Well, we only had five channels because we only had network TV and Fox was one of them. And Fox had all of those shows. So I had to watch something. So, I can't believe that. So you were the place where, like, everybody went over to watch. Yeah, the, hey, we're going over to Tyler's house to watch Jerry Springer. Probably we were into TRL though. Okay, that's yeah. well, that's nowhere near as racy as like. But they you always know, had all those like drill sergeant episodes. You know what I'm talking about? Where they send the kids. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, I had to watch. I had to watch Jerry Springer at Logan's house. Oh Logan! Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, Logan was the wild was the wild friend. Logan, if you're listening, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, Buddy Junior is you know I I think just basically a plot device to give Buddy something to do. But I don't know. He kind of grows on you a little bit. He I like he him. Football team. Yeah. Well, we're, you are such a Buddy fan. Let's hear your impressions of Buddy Junior. Like my actual impression or like my impression? <laughs> Both. I love that he, he's, I mean, he is the embodiment of our Billy Gillespie award. Um, I mean, is there, yes. is, there, is there anything more? So I'll just go ahead and say that the winner of my Billy Gillespie award for the first half of season five is Buddy Jr. for breaking into a bar by himself and passing out drunk on the floor. That is <laughs> and then, pretty And then good. throwing up into the trash can. That is pretty good. <laughs> Yes, that is a really good one. My also doesn't he so I'm jumping ahead and you know things that happen, but when they go on the road trip and they so they go play the road game at some place that's like 200 miles away and they win. You wait, are go, you are you about to put some stuff in the spoiler jar here? No, 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 no. This happens that's in the first Yeah. Okay. All right. So they go to like this random party after right. the game because Hasty, yeah. <laughs> of course, like knows somebody who has a hippy dippy party. Right. Like whatever. That 
the whole party itself is a Billy G moment. What does hippy dippy mean? Did you just make that up just now, no. or is that like a Danville thing? I don't think it's a Danville thing. I I've never heard the phrase hippy dippy. dippy. Are you saying is it like Humpty Dumpty? No, like. Can I Google this? Is there yes, if I Google hippy dippy? Is it going to be like a bunch of hippies taking a bath? What, is a hippie? giant pot leaf going to show up on your phone? No, you're going to be fine. Oh, this is something that popped. Hippie dippy. I've never heard. I've heard of a hippie. Where hippie have you dippy. Been? You and your rejecting, cats just living Rejecting under a rock. Con- conventional practices or behavior in a way perceived to be vague and considered or foolishly uncon- or, and unconsidered or foolishly idealistic. I don't think you're using that in the context. When you say hippy dippy, what do you mean? You're well, not talking about vague and idealistic behavior. Unless there's I mean, another Hastings definition. is kind of like that. He's not like crunchy granola type. I think hippie. he's just hippy without the dippy. Okay, so just hippy. Yeah, or he's just kind of, he's like Buddy's stepdad. Yeah. You mean Buddy Jr.'s stepfather? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Anyway, I don't know how we got off on that. You but said hippy dippy is how we got off on it. And I was like, what is people that? People say hippy dippy all the time. I've never heard that word in my life. Well, you live in, in North Carolina, so I'm not. Well, where we, where we just say hippy and don't make up Charlotte, a word just because it rocks. You do not live in Asheville. You're, yeah, exactly. The hippies are in, are in uh, Asheville. The hippy dippies must be in Davidson. Probably. No, actually, not at all. <laughs> not at all. The hippie dippies don't have their own little Harris Teeter on a little fancy roundabout? No. <laughs> That's the not hippie, hippie dippies. dippies. I'm trying to think of what fraternity the hippie dippies would be in. So when I Google this, it comes up angry goat hippie dippy hot sauce in the Amazon gourmet <laughs> food. Like, I think this is not a thing. I'm going to okay. go Urban Dictionary. Listeners, if you're listening. Oh, it's derogatory. Ooh. A derogatory name for hippies used predominantly by squares in the late <laughs> 60s and 70s. You literally have used, according to <laughs> the top definition in Urban Dictionary, a 50-year-old reference. And you're making fun of me for not getting it because I'm not a grandpa? Like, what? what is the deal here? I am a square. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, such a, you're such a square. Hippie, hippie, oh, fair enough. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just start saying that now. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, they go to this party. And Shout out it, to our 70 year old listeners who are <laughs> loving they totally Tyler's hippy dippy references. <laughs> we think you're all very groovy. <laughs> totally. Um, so they go to this party, which is like, yeah, there's a bonfire and people just sketchy looking all ages. That was my Billy Gillespie moment when they went to the party and I can totally picture Billy Gillespie at this party because it's really random. Right. And also they decide to get branded. Like, they yeah, t- that was really weird. <laughs> I thought that something was going to come of that besides coach T just yelling at him. I mean, and then doesn't the next morning, like Billy G or yeah, Buddy Junior is like hooking. No, that night he's like kissing this really older woman around the. Yeah, I didn't see that coming, but apparently, you know, two hundred miles away from Dylan, uh, Buddy Junior has got game. Who knew? Who knew? Cougar game. (laughs) 
So that was my Billy Gillespie. He found himself a hippy dippy at the hippy dippy party. I mean, like that is that is where they congregate. I had two more Billy Gillespie moments as well. Um, Both of them involve Coach T. How about how about um, getting drunk playing poker? Speaking of going away on the on the trip, and uh, and then he calls Tammy and says, "What are you wearing?" That was like so Billy G. I immediately wrote in all caps in my notes, Billy G moment, what are you wearing? Oh, and, and also because Tammy was helping her Alex Riggins, or Alex Riggins, Alex Legion's girlfriend or mom right. or whatever. Because <laughs> Tammy was hosting a girls' night with that other teacher. So, right. What like, are y'all wearing? It was hilarious. That was a really good one. That whole so I'll go ahead and say my favorite storyline of the first half of season five was that episode. Oh like yeah, their road trip. I thought what, it was. It wasn't really Julian College. Oh, we're getting to that. Oh, good. All right. Okay. Yeah. So there were so many great moments. I mean, the fact that this was the team they played when they had to forfeit, right? Yes. Like in in the season four. So they get the revenge against the team they had to forfeit against. They took a knee to end the game, just to rub it in. Um, it was really, really good. The post-game party in the hallway I thought was hilarious. The coach's post. I like the game. scene where Coach was listening to him talk on the balcony. That was so cheesy. That was a good. That was good. Uh, I like that he heard all that stuff. I felt like it was a little forced. It was like if you and I were sitting, or you know, if you were in one room, I was in the other room. And you were like, "Hey, what'd you think about that?" <laughs> like it was so like. Over- I like the guy, the guy who didn't know you had to pay for movies in the hotel. That was funny. Or, or the crackers or the uh, thinker uh, food and stuff. Yeah, that's funny. That was funny. Um, yeah. yeah. So that was my favorite storyline. We'll we'll wrap up our new characters with. Oh, uh, Vince's dad. All right. So as you reminded everybody at the beginning, this is my first time watching this. And I really liked Vince's dad, like coming back at first they did. So I know you're probably like, Whoa, oh, cause you know how it ends up, but like, like, and you can see it coming. I mean, you can see it coming a mile away. I, I wrote down, I like Vince's dad, but he's going to get got like, he's going to get caught. Like I knew that he was going to get caught. Um, we you know, won't talk about whether or not he does in the second half, but I just, I wrote that down. I know he's going to get caught and it makes me sad because I really liked him at first, like coming back and the whole thing with him and, and with Vince. And it was, I don't know. I was disappointed that that's the way they went with that. Cause it would have been cool to like them to have their conflict moment and then him be supportive. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't well, they to this point they kind of do. I mean, yeah, obviously... but you can just tell that he's doing all the he's, you know, he says he's you know, the, with the with the people he's talking to on the phone and stuff. I yeah. Yeah. So at this point, Vince's dad had been in jail for dealing drugs, and he had had like an assault charge or something. And basically, Coach Taylor asked somebody in the in the East Ellen community about him about Vince's dad, and that guy said he's a really bad cat or something. Like, he's a bad dude. That's so up there with hippy-dippy. Would you, call, would you classify that hat as, as hippy-dippy? Is that a hippy-dippy hat? Hippy-dippy hat. It looks like it's made out of, like, like – it looks like Grandma Sarah's and knitted it. <laughs> kind of. We did have one good Grandma Sarah's moment in this, the first half of season five, but 
I'll just finish with how is she still alive? How is it that we don't get Sarah's in, but we have grandma still like, how is she even a part? That's like them showing us, I don't know, like, um, who's somebody that's moved on like Tyra's dog or something like who cares that we don't have Tyra anymore. We don't need to deal with her dog. I mean, so Sarah, grandma Saracen's only appearance this first half of the season was Landry was going to college. She went to Rice or something in Houston. And before he left, he went and visited her, which I thought was sweet. That was a nice moment. And that's all you had to deal with her for the first six episodes. Of Couldn't he just visited her grave or something? Like laid a flower <laughs> on it or so something? <laughs> she is awesome. You are cruel. <laughs> but Vince's dad, um, so he was in jail. He gets out of jail. Predictably... Vince's mom wants to give him another chance, and Vince is very skeptical. Um, I think you really see the the great acting by Michael B. Jordan in in how he's grappling with it. He is he hates his dad because his dad got his mother addicted to drugs, and he doesn't want to give him a chance. And then he sees how well, and he happy, wasn't around. I mean, he was he wasn't around. Yeah, so. that too. And like he. He sees how happy his dad makes his mom. He goes to coach to talk about it. Uh, they had a really good moment. One of my favorite moments of the season where, you know, coach is like, you know, the strength of a person is not in how they fail or succeed. It's how they try to get there, how they strive to get there. Like, I thought that was a great moment. Yeah. Um, and so Vince is still involved with the the guy who murdered – the guy who killed his friend. I mean, that was the end of season four, right? Yes. I mean, we're still wrapping up that storyline. And so that guy comes and threatens Vince and says, give me $5,000 or I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for him to go away. Yeah, and so Vince's dad takes care of it. You know, Vince goes to... Yeah, right in the the parking lot. (laughs) With the game in the background. Well, yeah, in my high school, that's where everybody was back there smoking black and milds. So, like, it, that that could have never happened in my high school because everyone would have seen that while they were smoking black and milds. Is there anything that's more Friday night, like, fall? You, you if, if you're out there and you've got four out of five senses working strong, but you don't have the smell of black and milds, I wouldn't feel like I was at a high school football game. Do, do people still do that? In Louisville, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, and it's like the... No one smoked black and milds in Danville? They did. It's like the starter bad boy thing to do, you know, like... Yeah, they're, well, they're back there hanging out with Vince's dad kicking people and smoking black and milds. That's <laughs> what I assumed was going on down there. I was leading the wave. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> with the hippy-dippies. <laughs> yeah, with people that would have known what that meant. They were the ones that were encouraging my You and the squares. Yeah, me and the squares were doing the wave while all the cool stuff was happening, you know. But but like I said, he would have never been able to get away with that uh, yeah. where I'm from. It was a little unrealistic, but I don't know. So as much as we are kind of encouraged to not trust Vince's dad, there was a bit of me that was like, at least he's doing this for his son because Vince had no, no good option there. You know, yeah. he, he thought about going to coach Taylor to talk about it. He backed out of that. He was like, that's not a good idea. 
So instead he went to his dad. His dad, you could see, kind of had like that, I'm a badass moment. Right. I'm going to kick you and just. See, I was thinking that his dad, if, his, if he was going to go behind the bleachers at the football game and take care of something, what most parents would have done and what I was expecting him to do was just to get with the church ladies and sell hot dogs and pretzels <laughs> um, for some sort of cause. And the cause could have been, you know, paying off, uh, you know, Vince's drug debt. Um, you know, instead of like the second Presbyterian church, uh, you know, band fund or whatever, you know, they're always, they're always selling uh, popcorn and stuff at those games back there. I, they, that was the most like abandoned parking lot area. That's just not like that at high school. Like in high schools, that's where there's always a bunch of four-year-olds running around kicking like soccer balls and things. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That, that no, was, I agree. That was not realistic. And, and if he was back there, what he should have been doing was, was selling baked goods. Contribute, you know, in yeah. other ways. Yeah. Give back to the community. Okay, so let's, let's end it with Vince's dad there. Um, while we have a minute, can I tell you about tonight's sponsor? Yes. Is it Black uh, and Miles? It is not Black and Miles, unfortunately. That would be legit. Uh, <laughs> that would be intense. So we are partnering with my bookie again for today's yes. episode. Way better than Black and Miles. Have you downloaded the my bookie app yet, Barney? Y- y- uh, yes, yes, you have. Whenever I go to South Carolina, I do. Oh, please come. Well, on. they're going to come get me here. Oh, they're not going to come get you. Okay. Don't be scared. Okay. Okay. So this is directed at you then. Okay. Unless good. you've been living under a rock, have you been living under a rock? No, I like living in Turkey. Okay. <laughs> Unless you've been living under a rock, you know the NFL is back and the NBA playoffs are in full swing, which can mean only one thing. Tyler is a bucket. Tyler is a bucket, and it's winning season at my bookie. Yeah. So I don't know about you all, but when the games are on, it's a little bit more exciting if you put some money on it. You know, we do, my husband and I do that a lot with college football, not giant bets or anything, just like a couple dollars, gives you a little bit more of a rooting interest. Um, So my bookie is perfect for that. Whether you've been betting for years or you want to try it out for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. So with the biggest- I'm going to download it. I'm going to download it. Yeah, I'm talking you into it as we speak. It's perfect. With the biggest online selection of bets and props, they've made it simple to win and easy to withdraw your cash. So this is really cool. Right now, they've got a $100,000 super contest for only $10 entry fee. That's insane. Wow. And they're giving away $5,000 in cash prizes every four weeks. I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's a very small investment for a very big return. <laughs> See, we, we need an expert to tell us that. You'd be crazy not to invest in your sports knowledge with that kind of potential return on your investment, right? Whoa. It's almost like you just said what I just said. $10 to win thousands? Who's on the $10 bill? Is it William Henry Harrison? I have no idea. Well, you just you need to just take one of those ten dollar bills and, and <laughs> shove it shove it in your phone or do whatever you need to do. Exactly. So here's how you do it. Go to mybookie.ag, use the promo code OTT to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to $1,000. That means if you put $100 in, they'll give you another 100, which is the easiest way to start all this out. 
So whether it's NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, if you're the type of person who's at work and, you know, there's an MLB playoff game on and you're like, I'm bored, you can do that. They've got it all on tap and it's never too late. Oh, we see, there you go. That's all you need to know. I still don't know who that is. I don't know my presidential faces. See, you're so – okay, well, when you finish the read – Yeah. We need to talk about that, the fact that you don't know who that is. They've got it all on tap, and it's never too late to get started with your winning season at my bookie. Promo Ooh. code. What's the promo code? OTT. There you go. Yeah. We did it. We got it. We got was, it. Was that Alexander Hamilton? Yeah, and, and that's what I was about to give you a hard time about. Oh, I love Hamilton so much. I love I love. That all is the not Lin-Manuel I love the history. Oh, the songs and it's such a great story. And look, and there's Angelica, and 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 then like I showed you a picture of him, and you're like, "Who is that man?" You didn't show me. Is that Buddy Jr. Lin Manuel Miranda? <laughs> yes, you showed me Buddy Jr. <laughs> that is so Buddy Jr. This is him. This is out. Al- this is actually Alexander Hamilton. This is what he looks like. I mean, why did Angelica and Eliza fight over him? I don't, I don't see know. It. His hair looks kind of like Matthew McConaughey's. Yeah, it's a wig. It's got to be a wig. You think so? Probably. All right, let's get back on track. Favorite character? Oof. Well, it's got to be Julie Taylor's professor. Oh, my God. All right, I let's mean, just jump know. into that. <laughs> he did. Lee's favorite character. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> she did not stop him. <laughs> Least favorite character by far was Julie Taylor this season. I have no idea how you're going to defend her. Oh, gross. She sucks. Let me hear your defense of what she did. Julie has made a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Run through them. So give us the rundown. She's I, in college. She's in college. Um, She's she's not being cool with her roommate. I mean, every single scene is like, is you just are like, no, Julie, no, <laughs> no, Julie, no. <laughs> Horrible. So she is clearly lonely at college, is struggling to make friends. Her roommate has a boyfriend, so that's yeah. She has she has special friends. <laughs> yeah, I think that that was like when when I was at UK and and uh, and. And I talked to somebody who was familiar with the basketball players at the time. And, and I was like, oh, is that his girlfriend? And they're like, uh, Barney, the, the basketball players don't have girlfriends. <laughs> I was like, they oh, just okay. have people who come <laughs> they just have, They just have special friends. <laughs> um, yeah, poor Julie. I, my very first poor bullet Julie. point. My very p- first bullet point in my notes was Julie is making many bad decisions. (laughs) I mean, there's like going to college, bad decisions that I think every freshman struggles at some point. What was your, what was your, what was the dumbest thing you did as a freshman? I mean, there were a number of times that I locked myself out of our, our dorm, but that's, I don't think any of them were this level. What's the most, what's the most, like, I mean, I don't want to hear, like, some sort of shameful Julie Taylor story, but, like, what's the most, like, what's, what's the most lame thing that you did as a freshman looking back? I don't know. 
Well, I'd have to think about it. I mean, I'm sure it involved a lot of drinking and a frat party, but nothing like that. I mean, yeah. I used to sit in the basement of Blanding One with my guitar and play John Mayer songs and hope that girls that were doing their laundry would um, <laughs> come up here and, and be like, oh, wow, look, it's, it's, it's not John Mayer, but it's close enough. And it never worked. It, did it? I was going to say, did it ever happen? No, there was good acoustics, though, in the, uh, in the laundry room down there. <laughs> At Davidson, this is not super related, but there was a guy in my class who, uh, a freshman, when I was a freshman, who played the bagpipes. And yeah. so every single night he would walk around campus playing the bagpipes. How hippy-dippy of you. It was super hippy-dippy. I agree. <laughs> anyway, so Julie, there's no making excuses for Julie. I don't Julie think. Taylor is us! Yeah. You can say the S-L-U-T word because she deserves it. It made me sad. Why does it make you sad? She deserved it. I was cheering. I was like, hell yes. She's um, okay, someone needs to be the feminist on this podcast, so clearly it's going to be me. Um, the, the what's up with the no one no you're, you're not criticizing the guy the fiduciary here well, he's terrible you know, well yeah but so this Still isn't Julie's, with him. this isn't oh my gosh hi I mean wow okay oh, know what signs in your front yard um the uh uh no it's just uh what the heck man the he the, knew he was married when they slept together. it doesn't matter he's in a fiduciary relation it's a position of influence when you're over he had free will and choice oh wow mm. mm-hmm. i there's no defending julie with this. Um, this i'm very disappointed this is not julie's fault this is the teacher's fault no, it's not. I mean, I'm, yes, he played a part in it, but she has. She he went back a, to him multiple He played times. a more than equal part in it. He played a – he could get fired for doing that. Julie's not going to get expelled for doing that. She's going to get good games from her friends. She's going to get slapped by his wife, which was oh. 100% deserved. So she saw the Saved by the Bill the college years. She's following Professor Lasky and Kelly's example here, and – as we know, that doesn't end well. Spoiler alert. Zach ends up with Kelly, as it should be. And you're not supposed to date your professors. At the same time, Lasky should know better than hook up with Kelly. Here's why I don't feel sorry for Julie at all. Her bad behavior continues past the affair. She goes home because she's scared. Right. Which, that's fine. I get and it. She's embarrassed and ashamed. Okay. But she stays there a couple days. Her parents try to convince her to go back to school. She's a brat, basically. She's not a brat. She doesn't want to tell them about the... She is an 18, 19-year-old woman, and she is acting like a child. Okay, then, Tyler. Why didn't didn't Coach chase after Julie with a tricycle? We haven't gotten to that point. That's why I said... Yeah, so Coach Taylor tried to put Julie back in the car and basically say, you're going to go face your consequences and deal with it. And that didn't work, so they agreed that she was going to go back to school. She gets in the car, they say goodbye. She intentionally sabotages herself. 
She drives the car decision. into a mailbox and blames it on a dog. Yeah, every single other if this was if this was Riggins, you'd be talking about his father and like, oh, like, oh, this, you know, you can't blame. Uh, what are you gonna say about this? Coach Taylor's influence on this? That's what I'm saying. It's not her fault. It's not Taylor's fault. It's oh my this, god! At some point, you got to start taking responsibility for your decisions. And you are so. This is such a double standard. Like if this yeah. was a guy, if this was Riggins, you'd be like, oh, you know. You Riggins went to jail for his brother. Riggins also hooks up with everything that moves. I don't think you can compare them. Oh my gosh! I'm talking about how Julia's. It's clear that hello. Hello, feminist watchers of the OTT. It's clear that I am the one that supports your cause, and Tyler just thinks that professors should hook up with students with, without consequence. He has consequences coming, but what I'm saying is Julie should also act with some kind of... Just, Julie should have shown restraint. Julie made terrible. She shows up to his door multiple times. This like, is not Julie's fault. She has a brain, too. Okay, if this is a court, if you're on a jury. Okay, we're not in court. I'm just saying, if, if you're, this is the court of Tyler's opinion, what percentage fault do you assign to Julie in this situation? Do you want me to answer? Yes. It's a 50-50 thing. No way. I was about to say, if it's anything 50-50 or more, then you're so wrong. Okay, well, listen. I'll give you 30%. Oh, my God. She's a person that is – she's not a child anymore. She's over 18. No. I mean, I'm sorry. Listeners, weigh in on this, at Mrs. Tyler KSR, at Fake Barney KSR. Clearly, we're not going to agree on this. You are 30%. 30% like – no, I'm obsessed with right and wrong. Okay. That professor was a creep. Oh, I'm not saying that he wasn't. You're saying that he was 50% responsible? Yes. I don't think I've ever disagreed with you more of any conversation we've ever had. Okay. And Do it's not because I'm the defending podcast? Taylor. Now, yeah, I'm going to storm off. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, she was my least favorite character in the first half. <laughs> Okay, great Julie line, though. Oh. Great Julie line. And this was my realest moment. When she looks at her mom and she says, if I tell you something, do you promise not to freak out? If, that, is that the worst thing you can ever say to anyone? And, and I think we've all said that to someone at some yeah. point in our lives. I, that's why it was my realest moment. I think we all could relate to Julie because you want to say that to someone, but being on the receiving end of that, is there anything more terrifying than hearing a, a friend or loved one say to you, that's true. if I tell you something, do you promise not to freak out? Right. What's, because what's your answer the best if somebody says that? Well, the best possible response that you could give I mean, the, the, let's talk about the best possible thing that is about to come out of their mouth is, some, is, is that if, it's not, if they tell you something, it's not a big deal, and then you're left with the fact that they think that you're someone who overreacts to things. Yeah. My but even, but if, always... what, if, what if someone said to you, hey, Tyler, if I tell you something, you promise you're not going to freak out, and then they're just like, you know, I have brown eyes. 
or something <laughs> like that. And then you're just like, I can't believe you thought that I would freak out about that. It's like, yeah. there's no good thing. It's either going to be something horrible and then you have to try not to freak out and prove them right. Or they think that you're someone who overacts to everything. But yeah, how do you respond to that? I don't know. So when you someone know, says that to you, what do you do? I say it depends on what you're going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always say yes because I want them to tell me what it is. Right. <laughs> I want to be like, oh, you sure. I'll freak out. <laughs> I'll never freak out. Tell me the secret. <laughs> um, a couple other things I wanted to get to. We spent a lot of time on Julie. No surprise. So did the um, professor. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of one more thing about the professor. Is he wasn't a professor, he's a TA. His outfit when they're like walking around, I forget where they were walking, but he's wearing like a blazer with a t-shirt that has and he like rolls the sleeves up of the blazer and he just he looks like the most awful person ever. What are you talking about? The the TA, like they're You're like talking about what? his outfit? Yes. I did not know. He goes for the that. same type of guys all of the time. Blazer sleeve guys? Like or just they you they say all these idealistic <laughs> romantic blah 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 crap. Yeah, they're very they're big romancers. Matt Sarah's and oh yeah, and then and the and the, and uh, the water and tower the, guy. Hey, let me take you up to the top of the water tower, show you as far as the I whenever I go to a new town. The first <laughs> place I go is the place where I can see the furthest. And then right. I, take, I take my young, impressionable friends up there. Um, other least Was favorite... that Julie's fault, too? What? And that guy was, like, 50. No, he wasn't. He was younger. Um, he was old. He was a hippy-dippy. <laughs> so, other lowlights of the first half of season five, the Becky stepmother-dad drama... I'm done with Becky. Yeah, Becky's eh, over it. I did uh, I like put, her. I wrote down, I took a dump in a mailbox once. Riggins' line made me laugh. That was funny. Billy um, had some some fun moments, even though yeah. Billy's the brother worst. Is... Billy's by far the worst character on the show. Yeah, Billy, I mean, his brother is in jail for him. Like, yeah. yeah. We'll get into uh, that. In, yeah, you, you, you saying Julie's the worst is not true. I could give you a hundred reasons why Billy is more infuriating than Julie. You didn't like his pregame speech? No, Billy has no redeeming qualities. None? Zero. Billy okay. annoys me. I can't stand Billy. Yeah, I mean, I get it. He's annoying. But and I'm not the biggest, like, Riggins, Tim Riggins mark out there. I mean, I, we've got some Tim Riggins fans that, that tweeted us and stuff. Anytime we said they're like, oh, Tim Riggins. Like, that's <laughs> not me. But, like, at the same time, like you just said a second ago, his brother went to jail for him. I know. And he's like, you can just tell that he is on the precipice of blowing it constantly. He never quite has it together, but I think in this season he tries to find purpose with coaching. Um, and he kind of takes Luke under his wing, which is funny and weird. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the bits with them in the backyard, like training. I had yes. that one of my Billy Gillespie moments. Like <laughs> that training regimen would totally be something that Billy. Jones oh yeah. He was like bench pressing like two liter bottles or something. What was he back there? <laughs> it's like, like, <laughs> it like while Billy's like drinking a beer, he's like pushing him around. Yeah. Billy. 
it's like he just doesn't get it. Like, I feel like even if he goes to jail or, like, even if, like, something bad happens to him, he just – he's like he doesn't get it. Like, he doesn't learn – he doesn't grasp the seriousness of, like, what's going on, the situation that he's in. Like, with the Riggins rigs, with – I mean, you know, them out there trying to bury cars in the sand. It's like no matter how serious the situation and Billy's right there in the middle of it, it would be like – somebody like getting all this information about like a pandemic and then, and then getting the pandemic themselves and then, and then still like not grasping the seriousness of it. Like, it's just, it's, I I just, it blows my mind. It would be like that. Yeah. It'd be crazy if there were some huge example of that. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like if, if someone just was constantly telling you about the importance of belts and, and then your pants fell down, like while you were getting that information. Right. I feel like that's Billy. Okay. That's, that is a, a very big take on Billy who I probably has never had that much character breakdown in the, the history of Friday night lights podcast. Well, it tells me that we should elevate Billy to some sort of important position. <laughs> He's very important. He's got a bright future. Um, will he one day be making bacon in his office like Coach Taylor? Because what the hell was that? Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> Does that actually happen? No. That <laughs> was really weird. Like, is that supposed to endear us to him even more that he, like, likes bacon? Or is, is he cooking it for himself or is he cooking it for his players? I don't I, get it. Does he not I, get bacon at I home? just – I'm kind of – with Billy, I'm like you are with, with Becky. Yeah. I just want to – I'm ready for the next scene, please. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, most cringeworthy moments. Uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it's – they kind of they deal with it and then it goes away. The drunk rally girl who is at the party and the redhead who was Vince's rally girl and they're like, you know, she had the chug contest with Jess and then they end up like moving her around like a puppet when she's passed out. I'm going to sit back and let you tell all of our listeners how that's her fault. It's not her fault, but that was horrible. Seems a little different than your Julie take. But... Julie was not drunk. Okay. Yeah. So um my most cringeworthy moment was what's up with all the peeing shots was literally my note. We've got Buddy peeing. We've got the team oh, peeing the line of the, of the bus. Yeah, that was weird. We got we got Coach Taylor peeing. We had three different pee uh, Coach Taylor's peeing and comes out of the bathroom and it's like I've been peeing. And then you know, you got the scene in Buddy's restaurant where he's peeing. And then, and then we. Why do we have to see the team lined up on the side of the road? Peeing? I just figured there that's was a lot of urine going on here. Don't guys just do that, Barney? I mean, you're the guy. No, I do not just pee every, everywhere. That's not what I do. Um, even if it's <laughs> right before I'm about to debate someone, I'm I'm not going to pee um, for their for their personal you know enjoyment uh, or for them to run some sort of test on my pee. Like that's, there's not going to be any kind of peeing for me. 
All right. I was had enough of the peeing shots. No moss of the pee shots. No, no moss. No. No. Um, I think I've got all of my stuff covered. I mean, there was some stuff with Tammy trying to fit in at East Dillon that was kind of funny, like, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, when Julie took Landry to the strip club was kind of, was really random. Um, I think, oh yeah, I liked when Mindy, I think Mindy makes everything better. Like Mindy can take Lila, an annoying character and make her tolerable slash funny. I think she has that effect on Becky. Like when Becky moves in with her and Billy and Riggins calls Billy and, you know, Becky sees or hears that Riggins is on the phone. He's like, I want to talk to him. I want to talk to him. And Mindy's like, girl, you are not Tim Riggins' girlfriend. Like, I thought that was a really great moment. That was good. I like Mindy. Yeah, she's great. And, like, she's trying to get back in shape, and she's all worried that the strip club's not going to bring her, you know, like, allow her to have her old shifts again. Um, that was always enjoyable. Uh, the runner, the, the assistant coach, uh, whose name I always forget, who was at the gay bar. What is his name? We figured that out last Coach Sears. Okay. No, he, he just works at Sears. Okay. <laughs> I totally believe. <laughs> yeah, no, we looked it up Sears. last time. How about we call him Coach Forgettable? Yeah, but he's so funny. He has really great moments where they were on the road trip and everybody on the bus is sleeping and Coach Taylor's like, okay, you can do that, that thing that you like to do. And he gets the whistle and he like blows it really loud, wakes yeah. everybody up. Um, he, he has some nice moments. Um, any other, you know, Last things you want to wrap up? I was going to say, I, I, we didn't pick a best sports moment, but only because I think the only one that was really good we talked about already, which was the um, out-of-town football game. Yeah, that's what I had as mine. The fact that they could take a knee and against the team that they had to forfeit against, I thought was kind of cool. Um, the only other note that I had that we haven't addressed was, that's a war cry, mofo. Which, Which was Billy, like, right? That was the Billy moment. That was your uh, boy. Yeah. I, I made me laugh. Okay. Is Billy there? Why is he there? Is he there to make me laugh occasionally? I think so. But I, I think know. he frustrates me way more than he makes me laugh. Yeah. I, I, I still think that he's looking for purpose. He's obviously trying to make up for the fact that his brother went to jail for him. Yeah. Um, He's lost. He's 70% frustrating, 30% not frustrating. Yeah. And just like Julie is 70% not culpable and 30% responsible. Okay. And our listeners are going to say that she's just like Puppet Girl in that that way. Okay. Uh, I'll let you die on that cross if need be. Julie is... Not my favorite character, but she's in the top half. Ugh. 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 Who's, who are your top three favorite characters? Just overall? I mean, we'll do this when we do our series wrap-up. Yeah. Well, no, well, so the K didn't say so far in season five. Vince. Um, I really like Jess. I think she's... Yeah, I like that she – I know she becomes the equipment manager and she's trying to find a role there. I like her a lot. Um, I'm trying to think a third one. Maybe Mindy. <laughs> she's funny. 
Really? Or Coach Taylor or Tammy. I mean, those are the obvious ones. Tammy's great. Coach Taylor's great. They're both going through so much. Coach has been making some bad decisions lately. I was afraid. He's stressed uh, out. Yeah, I, I was afraid they were going to be taking him down the path uh, kind of the way I was, I was afraid of Vince's dad. Yeah, I mean, he's clearly preoccupied with what's going on with his daughter. Right. Um, and all these little, like, they keep – they keep introducing these alcohol decisions that make me nervous. Like there was the decision, there was the, in one of the past seasons we talked about it. Um, I think was, have, have, wasn't there a, a time where he, there's a couple times in the season where Tammy's had to, he's had to go pick up his car the next day. Yeah. And like, and then like he, uh, and then, you know, just, just getting wasted with his with his coworkers. They were celebrating. I guess I don't know. I was just afraid that was going down a path. Yeah, I mean, Coach Taylor is Kirsten Cohen action. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we at? Second reference. Fifty-two minutes. <laughs> you could just tell her she was drinking that wine the whole first season. You know you knew that it was eventually going to go to vodka and it did. And then it was, and then it was all over. Yeah. Um, You're watching gossip girl, aren't you? I, I kind of got back into it, but now we're watching other stuff. Like we started Ted Lasso, which is really funny. Everyone's um, telling us to watch Shit's Creek. Like, everyone. Oh my God. You haven't watched it. No, it's so good. Really? Shit's Creek podcast. If you want. Okay. It's really good. I was I was hoping maybe that we could do a Gossip Girl podcast, but I'm not doing Gossip Girl. I, I'm rewatching season one when I have nothing else to watch, and it's exhausting. Is it weird seeing Dan not being creepy now? What's he do? He was creepy in that show. What are you talking about? Yeah, but not as creepy as he was in. I was uh, in you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see him now. I don't like that. I see him now, and I think you. I still see him as Dan Humphrey. His sideburns are insane. Yeah. Um, can I tell you a quick uh, Gossip Girl story? All right, let's make it quick. We're running running long. All right, I'll t- we'll, we'll save it then. There'll be a teaser for next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get excited. <laughs> there's, there's, on OTT listener. It's coming. It involves, it involves fake Barney and Chuck Bass. Ooh, that is quite a teaser. Yeah, get, get hyped. All right, so I think I've got all – we're heading on to the last episode of, like, our series stuff. We're going to do a series recap at the end of it all. But we're heading into the end of season five. Got six more episodes left, or seven maybe. When we were when we were on – this is so dumb, but everyone that's been streaming shows during COVID can relate with us on this. But, like, you get kind of sad when – when you look at the bottom and you see that there's only like, you can't scroll to the right anymore. <laughs> you see there's like only like three episodes left or you're like, Oh no. No, no, I know. But we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it together. We're going to get through it with my bookie who just, my bookie, my bookie, my bookie, my bookie and me. <laughs> my bookie and, <laughs> my bookie and me. I <laughs> know <laughs> um, Roush coming out off the top row. I know saying that the movie's better. I've never seen the movie either. I've seen the movie. I don't think it's as good. Well, let's do after our finale episode. Can we do one more and and watch the movie? Can we bring Roush on? He, I have had this discussion with him several times. I definitely want to bring Roush on. Yeah. And let him defend. He his claims nonsense. he has. How can watched. a movie be better than that? 
I know. He has claimed he's watched one or two episodes of the show, at which point you cannot. No. Yeah. Uh, he yeah, thinks it's like fair. a soap opera. So we'll bring him on. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I want to say that Brad Leland, who plays Buddy Garrity, is in the movie too. Speaking of Brad Leland. Oh my gosh. Is it going down the next episode? I don't know. We're going to have to see. He's a weak man. He's a Wait weak till man. he sees this background. When we bring him oh my, you can't show that. He's going to be like. I'm going to say, I'm a, I'm a weak man. <laughs> oh God. All right. So for the series finale wrap up thing, maybe. We'll, yes. we'll work on it. We'll talk about it. That's our it. next one. We got to wear our hats. We're going to have Buddy on. Well, we got to we got to finish up season five and then we'll do like the series recap. Okay. All right. I'll put some money towards it. Okay. I think I, I will have gotten paid by then. So it'll be <laughs> That's good. Year. That's good. I'm glad. Proud of you. I'll put some. I'll put some towards it. I'm gonna win some money on my bookies. So I'm gonna put ten. Okay, that's what we should do. Let's yeah. put ten dollars. Okay, that's what we're gonna do. This is All gonna right. be the deal. We're gonna. Be, I'm making the deal. I'm making All the right. deal. I'm a co-host. I have. I have the authority to. I have seventy thirty authority. I'm like. I'm like Julian. Oh. I have. I have thirty percent. I'm. I'm the thirty percent. I'm Julie in this situation. All right. Um, we should each do the ten dollar my bookie thing. Okay. And it and and we'll pick a game or something. I'm a, I'll pick one and you pick one. Okay. And then if our winnings combined are enough to bring on Buddy, we'll then we it. we'll bring on Buddy. I like it. I'm Deal? in. Deal. I'm totally in. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna download this app. I don't know my if bookie. I'm I don't know if I'm supposed to do it in North Carolina, but I'm gonna download the app. Not being such a square. Be a hippie dippy. All right, I'm going hippie. I'm going full on hippie dippy. Hello, hello, federal government uh, out there. Um, promo code. Promo code O T T. You got it. And 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 I think that if our listeners want to do the ten dollars and they want to they want to Venmo that to you or something, then maybe we can I'm bring on their money. maybe we can bring on uh, Tyra or something too. Tyra yeah. Collette, that would be fun. All right, guys, that will do it for tonight. We are excited to wrap up season five in the series, although it's a little sad. But maybe we'll have Buddy Garrity to make us feel better. Tyra is only like fifteen dollars. That's that's insane to me. Yeah, but it, but Smash is like five hundred. Yeah, he he's he shouldn't be worth that. If I hit it big, maybe we'll bring on Smash. Let's just get him and buddy. Let's just bring him. Get him <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll just charge it to Matt Jones. Yes. Hey, Matt's gonna be like, "What is this?" Oh, it's okay, Matt. It's Expense. just zoom, 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 charge, zoom, charge. <laughs> All right, clear eyes, full hearts. Go, Kate. Bye, guys.